listener exclusive. Well, welcome to the first episode of The Road Back. It's the story of the Clydesdales, now known as the Western Clydesdales, uh, previously the Toowoomba Clydesdales, a historic rugby league team here around this region. And, of course, 2006 saw us removed from the Queensland Cup competition. But after a very lengthy journey, that is all about to change. And next year, 2023, we are back there in what is now known as the Host Plus Cup. One of the people behind the journey to get us back where we are is Tony Coonan. And he joins me for our opening episode. G'day, mate. How you going, Lee? I'm good. Uh, you sound like a rugby league player right yeah, now, let me yeah, tell you. A hey? little, little bit croaky. No, no, no COVID, but I've got a bit of a, the Darren Lockyer thing going on, mate. You know? I love it, mate. Yeah. Uh, look, to you, congratulations, too, on yeah. uh, Hall of Fame induction, uh, life membership, if you like, of uh, of the uh, the Granite Belt Stanthorpe uh, Rugby League. Thanks, I, yeah. I mean, what an honour, eh? Oh, yeah. There's nothing like life membership. You know, like you can win awards and trophies and all that sort of stuff but recognition of of trying hard we've all got different talents uh some are amazing on the footy field but uh it's when you try hard and you get rewarded for that that's fantastic you know it was well deserved mate there's no doubt about that uh so let's talk the Clydesdales uh when when did the Clydesdales first come about say in in local rugby league uh history yeah 1919 okay uh, so just after world war one there was a competition just before the First World War yep. uh, with names of teams that we haven't heard of since. Yep. So in 1919, they reformed it. It wasn't that strong to uh, survive a World War. And then in 1919, we had those foundation clubs of Brothers and Valleys. Okay. And the competition as we know it has been going consistently since then. Strangely enough, in World War Two. We had even more teams because of the army bases here. So, oh. yeah, there was there was mountains of teams. So it's been solid ever since then. So basically 11 years after the game starts in this country and we have a Clydesdales team. Yeah, and That's by incredible. 1924, we've got a Clydesdale team or a Toowoomba team that dominated the world. And as we all know, the legend of that Duncan Thompson-led team with Herb Steinhardt and Mick Madsen and Tom Gorman, uh, they they beat New South Wales. They beat Victoria. They beat the Touring Poms. Wow. Uh, beat New Zealand. Uh, South Sydney Rabbitohs thought it was a big hoax and that uh, things were happening. They won the premiership. They said, let's take our top side up to Toowoomba and we're going to show them. Surely they can't beat the reigning premiers, and Toowoomba beat them. So that was over a two-year wow. period. So in that shorter period of time, we had what was regarded as the best team in the world. And then I've got a history of the Australian Rugby League book at home, and in it, it rates the top 10 Rugby League teams in yes. Australia, and the Toowoomba Clydesdales is in that, that team of 1924 25 that's extraordinary. Mm. And and that tradition then continues on. I mean, many people, if you're listening to this and you, and you haven't been around this region for a long time, you've probably seen the Herb Steinhardt Oval and you've yeah. probably heard these names like Duncan Thompson and so mm. forth uh, because they've been, uh, you know, commemorated in that way. And, and, and you're talking about a team that was in just two years' time, a mm. uh, hundred years ago. Yeah. And yeah. those names still echo. Yeah, and they should because... 
Wow. Uh, culture's everything. Uh everything in every organization. Yes. Culture is really important in sport and history is the basis of your culture. Yes. And people who respect it, they try harder, you know, and you see young footballers come through and I ram history down their, down their throats, you know, and go, you are very significant. You're a great footballer, yep. but you are also at the same time, just part of a great big picture. And there's some amazing people that have come before you and some amazing people that are going to come after you. So just respect that too. So back then in in the, you know, 20s, uh, was it a Queensland Cup as we know it now that the, the, the Clydesdales were representing in? The famous Balimba Cup. And virtually, okay. Yeah, so that was Toowoomba, Ipswich and Brisbane. Yes. And, and, you know, over a long period of time, it wasn't a Brisbane-dominated thing. It was very even between the three, you know. Uh you know, Toowoomba had a lion's share of victories out of all of that. And basically, if you wanted to be really noticed and make a Queensland team, you migrated to the southeast okay. and, and played for either Toowoomba, Ipswich or Brisbane. And there was a stage in the 50s when Duncan Thompson was coaching that people were told in Sydney, if you want to make the Australian team and you want to get noticed, come to Toowoomba, be coached by Duncan Thompson and your football will improve and then you'll be noticed and then you'll make the Australian team. And that was certainly the case, you know, like an Australian Rugby League uh, Team of the Century member, Duncan Hall. Yes. Duncan Hall leaves Brisbane to come to Toowoomba and uh, makes a name for himself and he goes on to be picked in the Australian Team of the Century in the front row. So that's that's how amazing it was. Was there always success? Uh, was there was there a time when the success dried up? Not really. No, not over the long period of time. There was a constant flow of incredible? internationals coming from from Toowoomba, and you know, in the thirties, uh, Tom Gorman still going. Forties, fifties, you got Freddie Gilbert, right? And uh, yeah, there was always when you look at all the old photos, and I'm a bit of a nerd. Uh, I work at Cobb and Co Museum, so I love history, but I love the significance of history and building a team. And I look at the photos in any era yep. and you go, played for Queensland, played for Queensland, played for Australia. There's, you know, at a minimum, there's two Australian players in there and another three or four that played for Queensland, you know? And at other stage, it's it's it's, it's ridiculously... Uh, Represented like yeah. in the twenties and the and and the fifties, there was you know like four or five Australian players in in every team, and you'd go up to Athletic Oval and and watch them bash out in the one weekend, and you'd be privileged to see four or five internationals and then another six or seven Queensland players just playing in, in the Toowoomba comp. Well, I'm I've been around this region since two thousand and one, and I remember when I first came here, the, some of the names that were coming through the Clydesdales mm. over the five years that they would be in the comp, uh, up until two thousand and six, before being taken out of the Queensland Cup, and uh, and you know you had names like Ben Iken yeah. and, uh, and Dane Carlaw and Carl Webb, and these were sort of the the, the players uh, that continued that incredible tradition of playing for the Clydesdales. Yeah, and it was a totally different model then. You know, 1996 when the Q Cup started. Yes. Uh, it was 
uh, a Toowoomba based side. Yep. I think they bought in one or two players from outside, but it was all Toowoomba. You know, Donnie Saunders and the late great Scotty Kuderman sort of led that team, and we won it first year out. All local guys, and it was sort of like a local representative team. And then after a few years, then it became essentially the Broncos reserve grade side. And that's yes. where we got all those names of those guys. Now, a lot of them, you know, it, it sort of didn't capture the local amount, even though we're very proud of it, Yep, uh, that those guys wore a Clydesdale jersey. It didn't capture the local community. Because they as hadn't much come as through the local They hadn't teams. come through and it was virtually seen as a Broncos reserve grade okay. side. They loved the Broncos, but they really wanted Their a Toowoomba side. And those those guys didn't live here. They virtually just came here every fortnight to have have a, have a game, home game. Going back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the so is that is that where things start to unravel? Then leading up to two thousand and six, is yeah. is the public interest starts to wane? The tickets uh, at the gate, uh, the the interest in in getting into the team, uh, all of this compounds leading yeah. up to two thousand and six, when the Broncos then make the decision to cut ties with yeah, the Clydesdales. Yeah, and all of that. And and look, it's it's no blame of the Broncos, you know. Like, the other big part of it was no infrastructure here. Okay. No leagues club, didn't own own grounds. When you go around and you see classic examples like Redcliffe. Of course. You know, not only own grounds, own leagues clubs and own property next door and own commercial property, you know. So that wasn't happening in Toowoomba. Uh it was very difficult for people like Clive, who was just putting out money all the time, as he does for everybody. Uh, but that investment that the Broncos made and that Clive made into the into the region wasn't establishing anything really solid here. Yeah. So the decision was made to leave. And then we had about five years of limbo, which uh, had nothing. And then Randy Krause gets involved and uh, he gets out of his desk and, plumbing supplies and, and, and nod, uh, wakes up the bloke next door to him in the next door office, Paul Reedy, and goes, you run this team. And Rideau did an amazing job, you know, but we're only playing underaged in that whole time. Yes. And, and Reed and his great mate Blissey, they, they, uh, they carried that for a really, really long time, you know, and yep. tried to get us back in. But there were things that were just too difficult. So yeah. we progress on to developing a different sort of model of getting back in after that. All right. Well, coming up in uh, future episodes, we'll have a look at that, how we uh, transitioned into playing in those uh, cups like the Malmeninga Cup and uh, having some juniors coming through, uh, a big significant name change uh, in order to try to attract a larger area of uh, this region and, of course, the eventual return back to the Queensland Cup, now known as the Host Plus Cup. It is a fascinating story, a wonderful piece of this local sporting history and uh, Tony Coonan, thank you for taking us through this early part and uh, for joining me over the uh, the next ensuing months to uh, bring people the story of the Clydesdales return to the Queensland Cup. Good on you Lee, thank you mate.